Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luang, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. We are going to teach this the last Sunday of uh, family. And last week we spoke about the role of the man, the husband, in the household. In our church, we marry quite a lot of people. So it's very important that we pay attention to teach how the family works. In the world system, everybody does what they like, and they will tell you the constitution of South Africa. The constitution of South Africa is secondary to the scriptures. So we try our level best to live at peace with every man, but above all, to live at peace with God. Amen? So I'd like to encourage you as we teach to take this for yourself. Last week we spoke about the role and uh, the, the responsibility of the husband. And we will just go into three parts that the husband needs to do. And I think the children were doing uh, a drama here. We usually say, as a man, if you lose your job, you might lose your family as well. So those are some of the difficulties that life has to bring to us. But I believe God is very gracious that this thing should be restored and we should be put in the right place. Amen? So, we, there are three things that we spoke about. The husband, role, and pledge to make this, the family to, to succeed. One, we said the husband is the head. The husband is the head, not because he earns more money than the wife. No. He's the head because God has made him the head. Not because he's more wiser than the woman. That's not what the Bible says. The woman might be ten times genius than the husband. But to be a male is a matter of birth. Is that fine? To be a male is what? A matter of birth. The position, when you get married, God says the husband is the head. First Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of a woman is man. And the head of a man is Christ. If we had the time, we'll talk about headship so that we, we specifically go into how the system works so that you are able to understand the protection that is in the headship, that we are protected and guided when we submit ourselves to God and to Jesus Christ. The ultimate responsibility to lead and to direct the family in this regard, here we are talking about a family where there is a husband and a wife, the leadership role in this regard is the husband who is the leader. Hallelujah. I've already said it's not because he's intelligent. It's not because he earns more money. But because he's divinely positioned by God. Hallelujah. Yes, you can choose the Beijing resolution of women. In the family, we are all equal, but men is more equal in leadership. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Decisions and direction come from the head. Is that fine? Even though the husband might be directed by the neck, but the neck never works without the head telling it to turn. Is that fine? Hallelujah. The man is to make decision in consultation with his wife, but the ultimate decision is to make it himself. In other words, I will consult, I will talk to my wife, or you talk to your wife, she gives you the brilliance of what life could give, you listen to her, 
advice and you can still get advice from everybody else who can be able to help but ultimately the husband is the one who makes the decision when the family fails is the husband who has failed i said when the family fails is the husband who has failed hallelujah praise jesus the man is to make decisions marriage will not work unless a man takes the final decision here we are not saying is a bully. We are not talking about bullying husband, abusive husband who are wild and doing their own thing. That's not what I'm talking about. No. I'm talking about the caring, understanding, loving husband who understands for oh, God will judge me for my failure to make decisions and to lead my family astray. Does it make sense? Hallelujah. Yeah. Powerful. Number two. Even if you don't say amen, I'm saying amen. 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 Number two, the husband is the provider. Not because he earns more money. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. But if, the, if anyone does not provide for his own and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and worse than an unbeliever. A man who does not provide for his family the Bible looks at him like a person who has never known God before. So, we expect the husband to take it. I know men, when they have money, they go and buy a car. They even buy make wheels, but they will not buy food in the house. What does the make wheel have anything to do with the car? It's the image the man suffers from. Lack of good self-image. Can you tell your man brother to say, uh, the car came with wheels. It doesn't need additional wheels. Is that fine? Most of us will want to add. They will not take care of their own family. And we will add all these things. Look very great and nice. But never take care of our household. Provision. The husband traditionally we say is a breadwinner. But today we know that the husband is not only the breadwinner. Both the husband and wife do go out and find bread. Isn't it? Our women are strong and powerful to help their husband. Amen. Amen. Please, sister, continue doing the good work. Amen. Amen. To be a financial provider, the ability to manage, to lead and guide how the resources are used in the house, it remains a responsibility as well of the husband to make sure that the resources are used wisely. The husband is responsible for the total, for the total well-being of the family needs, the emotional needs, social and material and financial needs of the family. So the fact that the woman brings more money doesn't make the wife to manipulate the husband. I like giving the example of one of my young families in the church many years ago. When they were in love, the girl says, yes, marry me. But after they were married, the girl, as we were doing cancer, she dis discovered this guy is far less than me. It's always the case. Sisters earn more money sometimes. And the girl, after they are married, they said to their wife, to the husband, keep your money, I'll keep mine. Nice, isn't it? And the woman started to dictate. You see, from today, you pay water, you pay electricity, you pay the car or the house, whatever. But they agreed. My money I'll spend this way. Your money you spend that way. 
by the grace of God, the husband got promoted not long after. And I says, the husband brought the case back. He says, my wife is refusing that we share, we put the money together and have a budget and work from the budget because the money has no identity when we have worked, both of us have worked for it. It comes to the same common uh, purse and then from there we distribute it as there is need. But the woman says, no, I will distribute mine according to my need and we will just share the things that are common. Nice. But the man got promoted. Can you say the man got promoted? He earned twice the salary the, husband, the wife was earning before. This is a true story. And guess what? The woman was the one now coming back to my door. Pastor, I think that idea should work. <laughs> so I said to them, uh, please, I think you enjoyed it when you had more money. Let the man as well enjoy while he's got money. Let the man use his money as he likes. Enjoy it. You make the fire. Enjoy the heat. Is that fine? So I said, I'm not getting involved. For you, we have been on this case for so long. You have re refused to share. May the Lord have mercy. So the husband is responsible for the well-being of the family. You have to take care of the family. The wife is the glory of the husband. So the wife must understand that part. Number three, what we spoke about last week about marriage, about the role of the husband. The husband is to protect the family. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7 this is likewise, husband, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to your wife. Husband, the Bible says you must give honor to where honor is due, which is your wife. It says, treat her as a weaker vessel and as being here together of grace together with you. Amen. Now, let's talk about women. Let's give a clip offering for men in Jesus' name. Wow. Now, let's talk about the role of a woman, the role of a mother, the role, the role of a wife to make the marriage successful. Proverbs 18.22 He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Can you tell your brother sitting next to you to say, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Tell them you better soon find a wife. <laughs> and it says he obtains favor. He obtains what? Yes, he obtains favor. He obtains favor from the Lord. Praise the Lord. So maybe you need to change your wife and call her favor. You know, oh grace, sister grace. Hi, sister grace. Between you, as compared to calling her only honey, you can say hi, sister grace. Hi, sister favor. Isn't it? Can you, the brothers who are sitting next to sisters, and mothers and wives, can you tell, can you say to them, hi, Sister Grace. Hi, Sister Honor. Hallelujah. So, for the women, you have to understand that you are a good thing. So, don't allow Satan to use you for any other thing. Can you say, I am a good thing? Yes, you are a good thing. The Bible says, he who finds a wife have obtained what? Favor. So, as a woman, understand that you are favor. In a sense, the advancement of the family should depend 
this, this man should find his joy and fulfillment from you. We have got three points and then we will close at the end. Number one, the wife is a helper. A helper like the Holy Spirit who's standing by to help and assist. The wife is a helper. She's multi-skilled to assist in many things. Genesis 2 verse 18 it says, and the, and, and, and the Lord God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. So you should know the woman, this wife is a companion of her husband, not the enemy, not opposition party. It's not like you are A, the husband is A and C, and then the wife is DA. Is that fine? It's not like the, the, the wife is DA and the husband is EFF. Can you imagine? Huh? It will be difficult in the family. We, the wife gets married to be a companion, and the husband, you must get it. You are a companion. Your wife is supposed to be your companion. Not, you hear people say, oh, my best friend is, and then we are listening, and they quote other people other than their wife, and we are shocked. Wow. He says, I will make him a helper comparable to him. A helper. A helper. Hallelujah. Most of the time, helpers have got better skills and are resourced to the things they are called to help. So as a wife, make the decision as a young woman who wants to be married, the day I get married, I'm coming to help. The vision is not yours. The plan is not yours. This way you need to ask the guy, where are we going? Some brothers are not going anywhere, so <laughs> you better be asking. Where are we going? Where are you taking me? 1.1, 1 .1, you cannot help a, a wife, a woman, you cannot help by being scandalous. Most women, when they fight their husband, they become scandalous. They will go and talk. Even men do the same for women. They degrade and they, they become malicious to each other. In this regard, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 3, verse 20 says, Surely, as the wife treacherously departs from her husband, usually when people separate, that's when you hear stories. Ah, he was like this. He was like this. Oh, she was like this. So, don't be scandalous when things are not working in the house. To say, you, you are not like Mr. So-and-so, our neighbor. Why were you not married to the neighbor then? Is that fine? So, don't be scandalous, but be kind. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 11, it says, Likewise, wife, their wives must be reverent, not slanderous, temperate, faithful, in all things. So you must be reverent and well-tempered not to allow circumstances to change who you are. Number two, somebody. Hallelujah. Yeah. Number three. Uh, sorry, 1.2. The wife must always be ready to help and assist her husband in everything. Uh, the book of Revelation 19 verse 7, it says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made him, him, him herself ready to help to help your husband as a wife you need to submit to him Ephesians 5:22 says wives 
Submit to your own husband as to the Lord. Hallelujah. Submit to who? To your own husband as what? As to the Lord. Submit to your own husband as to the Lord. So, number two, that was 1.1 and 1.2. Number two, the wife can help the husband by upholding the husband. It's a very important position to uphold. My head is being upheld by my body. Is that fine? My head is being upheld by my body. My body is making my head to be at the top and to look significant. So the work of the wife is to make sure that the head, that is the husband, is upheld. To uphold the head is totally, the head is totally dependent upon the body to be lifted up. The neck upholds the head. As you can see, my head is being upheld by my neck. And the usual answer or question that people will have <clears throat> is that the woman will say, I am the neck. I make the head to turn wherever I like. That's not true. But figuratively, the woman is the neck. But the neck is supposed to turn where the head wants it to turn. Many years ago, I had a neck pain. Like, I bruised my neck to a point that I couldn't turn my head as I want before, as I did before. So, to turn, I had to turn like this. Because I could not turn my neck. Can you imagine if you are a wife who's stiff-necked? Your husband wants to go a specific way and you are saying, we are not turning. We are not going anywhere. Then the family will be very slow. When you have opposition, the family will be very slow. So you need as a wife, to even though I might function on the place of the neck, the neck has to get its instruction as well from the head. The neck doesn't have its own mind, but it's working together with. So as a wife, you have to understand, I'm here to uphold. My husband is the face of my family. If I demean, lower, crush my husband in the ears of others, women and men, we have a tendency, when men are by themselves, they have a tendency to say, oh, women are like this, they are like this, and they speak bad of women. Traditionally, when people speak like that, I'll always ask and say, was your mother like that? They say, no. If they are married, I say, is your wife like that? They say, no. Do you have sisters? They say, they are not like that. I say, then what are you talking about? Women as well have the same attitude. When we are at the weddings, funerals, cutting our vegetables, preparing for the following day, women will be talking, men are evil. Then you need to ask them, not my husband, please. Is your husband like that? Oh, we will pray for you if your husband is difficult. But don't brush everybody with the same brush. Refuse, even though sometimes you see these things, refuse to agree with the bad report. My husband will not be like that. And I refuse. Praise the Lord. So you need to uphold and to believe that God can work signs and wonders in the life of your family 
and in this regard as a wife, that I'm here to uplift my husband. I've come to help my husband. Hallelujah. I've seen women who will refuse the husband. The husband will say, we are doing this. The woman says, no. The husband says, I want to do this. He says, no. I want to do this. He says, no. Say, how will the family move forward if you are an opposition party? Follow your husband and God will uplift the family. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife as also Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Hallelujah. The husband is the savior of the body as well. If you, up, you uphold and lift up your husband, you'll do well. Number three, the wife can help by encouraging the husband. Most men need encouragement. Can you imagine if you are always murmuring and complaining? The Bible says it's better that the men will sit on top of the... You have never painted. I painted my roof one day. I understood that scripture. When I was on top of the roof, I was sweating, drinking water, painting my roof, and I realized it's so unbearable to be up there. And God was saying, a woman who's naked and difficult, men will choose to stay on top of that sheeted roof. And I said, this is the most uncomfortable place you can find yourself, but I do understand that there are other men who will leave their house because their wives are unbearable. Please, woman, wife, encourage your husband. Can you tell your sister, the mother, the woman sitting next to you, if it's your wife, say, sister, encourage me. People are not talking. You are afraid that when you get home, it will sort you out. <laughs> tell your sister, say, sister, encourage me. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The husband look up for, uh, for encouragement from their wives. The wife is morally expected to uphold and lift their husband. Proverbs 31 verse 10, it says, The virtuous, uh, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. This one you can't buy with Lobola. It's not the one you can just pay Lobola and think, no. This one is above price. So you have to understand that the wife win, win your husband by your good contact. According to 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. When a wife is good, you have a, a, a chance to influence your husband to be good as well. To show grace and mercy towards you. Most of our women are not kind. They will fight. The book of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1. It says, wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husband. That even if some, of, uh, some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wife. In other words, when the wife is good, the husband tends to turn good as well. Praise the Lord. Thank you, sister, for your amen. Other women, I can see they have no faith. The woman must encourage their husband. The husband works hard, wakes up early. I always said, I don't know with other people, but I've noticed that every time a husband loses a job, her dignity gets lowered. Some women have no dignity. 
they will every day even in front of the children say you are lazy go and look for a job you know how your mother treats your dad isn't it you know you are lazy forgetting that this house was built by the same guy yes everything they have this guy when he was working he made sure that the family is provided for but now that things have changed we always say it's a case to lose a job around 50 because chances that you'll get another job, hey, it's going to be difficult. So as a wife, you must cover your husband's nakedness than for you to verify. You saw how the boy was getting frustrated. The mother saying, this is my money, 10,000, I'll use it the way I like. May it not be your story in the name of Jesus. Honor and respect your husband. Wife number four. The wife is the center and the life of the marriage or of the family. The wife is a mother, a fruitful vine in the heart of the house. Psalm 128 verse 3. The woman is supposed to be a fruitful vine in the house. A center. The one who holds like the nucleus. The one who holds all things together. Hey, The church is quiet today. What did you eat this morning? The wife is the center, the nucleus of the family. Psalm 128 verse 3 says, Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. So the wife is like the heart, the one that makes all things work together. Now if you have a world, as a woman, you are a world woman. Can you imagine what will happen? The family will be destroyed. You'll take every rumor and everything that passes by the wind and then you will believe that that is the truth that that is supposed to be. So my encouragement to you is as the wife, keep up the good work, refuse the rumors and stay the, the central focus of your family. Your children, the Bible says, your children like olive plants all around your table, the wife is the life of the family. So become the life of the family. Become the center. The main support of the husband. Hallelujah. Don't backbite your, your husband to your children. To say, ah, your father, I told him. Uh, he refuses to give money. The man has no money. But the mother will say, no, he refuses to give you money. Be supportive. As the wife, become the center of the household. When he comes back from work, become the center. I, I told the story earlier. I had a, an incident many years ago. Somebody called. He was out of town. He said, man, my wife is at the shop. Go quickly and uh, help to pay for his groceries. So I didn't know the story. So I rushed, left my office. It was in the afternoon. Left my office. Went to the shop where she bought grocery. A trolley full of foodstuffs. Uh, she, they passed through. I swiped with my card. And later when the husband came to pay me my money, I asked, what happened? Why was your wife not able to pay? He told me, says, my wife. My wife spends the money on herself. If I give her a thousand rands to buy grocery, she'll spend 500, half of the money on other things on the food and then part of the money she will spend it on herself 
You know, slave queen. Even when, even when I went to pay, even when I went to pay, she was on point. Everything, the dress, the hairstyle, the nails, the shoe, everything. She was on point. You could see, it's like she doesn't wash, you know. Perfect in beauty. So the man says, no, it doesn't matter. If I give her money for rent, uh, money for water, electricity, and whatever, she will pay half, half, half. Whatever that, when she has got the money, she will go and pay half, 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 half. It's a true story. You know, there are people who never pay their account fully. They pay, and women like it, half, 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 half. Let me keep everybody half happy, and the next month, I will pay them again. The man says, I get letters. So, the decision was, I'll buy everything in the house. I only give her pocket money for her nails, for her hair, for her clothes, but I'm not going to give her money for the family. You must become the center of the household and help your husband. Hallelujah. The wife refreshes her husband sexually. She never uh, punishes her husband by denying him marital rights or sexual rights. The wife is the life giver like water that quenches our thirst, so is the wife to the house. Proverbs 5, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18 says, Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 3 to 4. Let the husband render, okay, uh, let the husband render to his wife the affection due to her and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Hallelujah. To show affection and love. Even when in the house there is a fight and commotion, let sexual affection not be stopped because the woman wants to get even. Is that fine? Is that fine? All of you appear very innocent and you are sexually active. You know what I'm talking about. So my, my issue here is you as the wife, you cannot say to your husband, because you have not done one, two, three, four, no sex today. You will be a fool. Sex is free. In Pretoria, sex walks on the street. I can take you to street corners where every night or even now, they, in Pretoria, they no longer hide, even during the day. <laughs> 20 rand will do. They were interviewing a young woman on radio and they were asking, how do you survive by selling sex and selling your body daily? So some days I do good money, some days I don't. And he says, and they said, what is your, your charge? How much do you charge? He says, hey, it's negotiable. <laughs> says, it's negotiable. So they say, give us an average. He says, ah, some days, if you are there for the whole day, for two, three, four hours and nobody came, you take anything. Don't they run this I can see women are going like, the tyrant is too small. <laughs> How much do you want? 
How much? Listen. As a wife, you have to be wise. If sex is so free, roaming freely on the street. I mean, people go to a party, they meet the first time, they kiss, go and sleep in the same bed, wake up in the, even sometimes it's not the same bed. Think about the Hamaskral people. What is that thing? That program we saw in ETV. Mavuso. The guy doesn't have to do anything. The other time I asked during the family conference, how long does sex take? And an elderly person told us, if the man is strong, two minutes. is emotional so you don't count the time put on a stopper like an athletic person put on a stopper let's see the issue here what what we were saying here is you cannot say i'll stuff my husband let me tell you there is a buffet there are people there is a young woman who wrote maybe you saw it on 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 on, on instagram or so i said I, I like married women. I like married, married men. Young woman, I like married men. And you are denying your husband. Can you imagine? If you are hungry and I put food here, chicken, steak, bourrevors, and at home they are not there, will you pass them? And they are free. Freely displaying themselves. No, you can't. So it's the same way. You cannot, you cannot say, you cannot say, oh, my husband, you'll have it once a week or twice a month. It doesn't work that way. Is that fine? Sex is like food for the people who are married. You are not married, so I'm not talking to you. Is that fine? We, we are aware in the church the youth are very sexually active. Yeah. You look innocent and I'm not impressed. I know. Some of us have kept ourselves pure but some of us have not. Many years ago my wife was counseling somebody who was pregnant trying to help her and she turned around like a vicious dog and she said to her how did you keep your your courtship years? You behave like you kept yourself pure. I've said, you don't know. We never slept. We never even kissed. Never. It's the choice you make. The fact that you are doing it, not everybody's doing it. I never did it. So you can't put me in that bracket and say, everybody's doing it. No, you are doing it because you have no self-respect. You have no moral authority over your life. Yeah, every day you tell us I'll change, but the, the minute we leave the church, you go back and do exactly the same thing. Fear is no longer part of your life. You, the, the, the consciousness has dropped in your heart. May the Lord have mercy. So, to those who are married, let me tell you, uh, sex must never be part of your fights. And as a wife, over, overstaff your husband. Let him have no chance. I used to be a senior manager in a human resource company. 
my first PA that I found when I, when I got the job, she dressed like she was going swimming. The breast was out or going to play tennis. The breast was out. The thigh was out. So I said, I don't have a problem how you dress in your house or when you go with your friend. But when you come to my job, you are working for me. You dress properly. And when my people come here, they must not know where to look. Have you been in that situation where the man doesn't know where to look? <laughs> or you have never been in that situation? The breast is out. The thighs are out. You don't know, do I look at the roof? Do I look on the floor? So I told the young woman, dress well, be respectable. Respectable. I want when people come to my office, the first thing when they see you, they should see you as a decent, honorable person. Because men don't think like you. Immediately the breast is out, it's like, I'm available, look at me, fresh and juicy, you could have me. So, that's why people will cry and say there's sexual abuse. And most girls are innocent. The way they dress, when you buy clothes, you should buy clothes. You can't go to work looking that way every day. Because you are just opening more cans of worms for yourself. Even though we all of us agree that men have to be self-controlled and so forth. You have to respect yourself. So I said to the woman, dress well. So even yourself, you have to understand that there are many instances where your husband might be tempted. So reduce the level of temptation by making sure that you take care of him sexually. Is that fine? That's one major reason why the man marries you. I can call guys who are married here and ask them, why are you married? If they love the truth, they'll tell you why they are married. Now I can tell you why I'm married. One of the major reasons why I'm married is because I wanted to have sex with my wife. I don't want to sleep around with any other person. No, it's true. What do we pay Lobola? <laughs> to get full rights. To get full rights. Listen, if you sleep around, you'll have children everywhere. Yes, I married so that I can have children. That's number two. But number one, companionship with my wife. And it involves many other things. Friends with benefit. That is a proper way. Number two, to have children. To have my own children. To raise a family. Does it make sense? And then to have the opportunity to grow my own children and to become part of the society and the nation in raising the next generation. Those are the reasons why we got, why we got married. And so, never say, oh, he just loves. No, he doesn't only love your face. He loves the whole body that, that you have. Is that fine? So... You make peace with it. Number six. The wife is a, is a crown of her husband. An excellent wife is a crown. Some other wives are not crowns, but there are others who are crowns. The Proverbs chapter 12, verse 4. It says, an excellent wife is a crown of her husband. But who can... Okay, let me read it again. An excellent wife is a crown of a husband. 
But she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. Now my question is, where do we wear the crown? Huh? On the head. Now if the husband, the wife upholds the husband, gives the husband the dignity, the honor, the aura that he deserves, where will the husband be? Where will the wife be? On the head as a crown. The crown is not a permanent feature. It's temporary. Have you seen when, when women go for this beauty, uh, pigeons and whatever, Miss, Miss World, and all of that, what do they give them? The crown. But here the Bible tells us, the wife is the crown of the husband. So if you are the crown of the husband, you are the central focus. When we put the crown here, every time we look, the first thing we look at is the crown. If we had the time, I'll teach you how to dress and you'll see how it's important that you have all pieces in the right place. Because if, if the crown is not in the right place, you will not look properly. So as a wife, understand today that if I hold my husband, then I'll be at the top, which is on top of the head, and giving the glory, the honor, and the respect that uh, the head deserves. And that is my encouragement. Proverbs 11, verse 16. The wife is the glory of a man. We wear the crown on our heads to show glory. Proverbs 11, verse 16 says, A gracious woman retains honor. May this be your story in the name of Jesus. May you retain honor in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Number seven. The wife is to be prudent. We spoke a little bit about it. Proverbs 19 verse 14. It says, Houses and riches are inheritances from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. You know, you can be married and not marry a prudent wife. Yeah. It's like the one I was talking about, who when they gave her the money, guess what she did? She cut it by half. When they give her money for to go and pay electricity, she first thinks about her hair. She first thinks about doing her, her nails. She first thinks about going to twist. So that she can look great. That's good. But a prudent wife will make the family to prosper and to move forward because she will know how to use the family resources and to advance the cause of the family. Hallelujah. So the wife is to be frugal and save the family. Some women don't even have a family plan, family menu. We don't know what we are eating tomorrow. This woman, the husband told me, says, if I give her money, Monday we eat pizza. Tuesday we eat KFC. Wednesday we eat beggars. He says, that's the life. By the end of the week, the money is finished. She's not frugal at all. You need to know, if you are going to succeed in the family as a wife, you must know what we are eating on Monday. Can you ask the woman sitting, what are we eating tomorrow? They say quarter. Oh, seriously. I take it you are a student. Listen. Breakthrough, most families that are poor, to a great extent, is how the wife plans the resources. 
The same amount of, 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 of money you spend on your food, you can reduce it if you are frugal to look at many ways to prepare meals at the cheapest and lowest cost. You are always looking for ways to give very healthy foods at the low cost. I'm asking somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then lastly, the duty of the wife is to respect her husband. We are supposed to start with this one. If you don't respect your husband, forget it. Your husband will not take care of you. It has happened everywhere. In essence, it has been proven again and again that a man will leave a very big mansion and go and stay in a shanty with a new girl and leave his, his insolent wife in the house and say, you are married to the house, you can take the house. That's not what we want. Praise the Lord. Respect. Can you tell the sister sitting next to you, respect your husband. Then you'll be the crown of his head. Yeah. If you respect him, he will hold you in high esteem. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his, his own wife as himself. And let the wife see that he respects her husband. Husband, honor your wife. That's what the Bible says. And wives, respect your husband. It is for the wife to honor and respect the husband as well in public and as well as in private. Can we bow our heads together as we pray? Every eye closed, every head bowed. Can we pray? Pray for yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray for our young women, our young men here in the church, our fathers and mothers, husband and wives. Lord, we pray that you will turn our hearts towards you, that, Lord, we will be kinder, that, Father, we will be humble to serve one another, even as your way teaches us that, Lord, we should submit one to another, and, Father, in reverence of God. I pray, Father, even today for every married woman here, that, Lord, they will take it upon themselves to honor you. I pray for, for every married man here that they will uphold and care for their wives and their children. I commit this day, Father, the life of each and every one of us into your hands, that, Lord, we will not go astray, that, Lord, we will not become wayward, but, Lord, we will show kindness to one another that we may live a peaceful life in our own families. I pray, Father, for your guidance upon the husband and the wife, that, Lord, they will live at peace. We thank you, Father, for this. While all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, maybe you are here today, you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have never come to the Lord that your sins be forgiven. The Bible teaches us in the book of John, chapter 3, that there was a man named Nicodemus who came to Jesus by night and says, he says to him, no man can do the things you do unless the Lord is with him. And God, Jesus said to him, unless a man be born again, he will not see or enter the kingdom of heaven. And he asked, how can a man enter? And Jesus said to him, unless you be born of the spirit and of the water, you will not see the kingdom of heaven. I want to pray together with you. The Bible teaches us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
but God through his love, he has given us eternal life through Jesus Christ. I want to pray together with you this morning. If you are here, you say, Pastor, I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to make right with God. Lift up your hand wherever you are. Thank you for joining us with Apostle Vincent Luate. For more life-transforming messages, connect with us on Twitter at ECCRSA and our YouTube channel at Emmanuel Christian Church, HOJ.